Good afternoon, everyone. This is February 27th, and this is a discussion for the Mystery Book Club. And today we are discussing The Thursday Murder Club by Richard Osman. And I'm Liz Lindsay, and I will facilitate the discussion today. So we've got a good showing, and I just want to tell you a little bit of what I found out about Richard Osman in, in Wiki. Um, he was born in Essex, England. He's 51 years old, and he's six foot seven inches tall. <laughs> and interestingly enough, he's also he's he has an eye disease, begins with an F, M. I'd never heard of it before, but he's had it since birth, and it does make him. I mean, they commented that when he was like speaking to crowds and stuff, he couldn't read the group because you know he couldn't see that well. So, um, so it it he would qualify, I think, as legally blind. Um, he has two grown children. He has authored 13 books, and he is also a television presenter, producer, and director uh, British uh, in Britain. And so he's quite an accomplished person. Um, so I was telling the group earlier that I printed off a list of characters in this book, and it is three pages full of names. So I'm not going to read the cast of characters. Ludwig has joined the meeting. <laughs> if people, uh, it, what I'd like to do, is maybe, maybe we could brainstorm just a little bit at the beginning to come up with like the main characters. Like Elizabeth is the found one of the co-founders of the third. Okay. Cooper's chase is the name of the retirement community. We'll get that out of the way. And Elizabeth is uh, one of the co-founders and her husband, Stephen. And Joyce is uh, Joyce is a co-founder too, isn't she? Or is she just a member? Mm -hmm. She's a retired yeah. nurse. She's what she is, right? And her husband, who's deceased. Oh, what is his name? Anyway, um, Donna is the police officer who likes to to follow kill, serial killers. Um, and Chris is her boss, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, right. Who else wants to throw out some? characters that well abraham and ron are the other two members of yeah, the yeah. Word, so. right abraham and, ron. and then there's bernard um bernard and um his uh was she a wife or a lover the, the list said lover but i thought they were married um asia that was his um, wife yeah, that's what I thought too. But this list has her as his lover. Well, I guess no. You know, his wife is your lover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and there's Penny. Yeah, yeah Penny. Penny, was, Penny Gray. Yeah. Hmm? Penny um, Gray, Elizabeth's right. best friend. That's right. In the nursing facility. Right. And then um, there's John, yeah. and he says, John. Oh, gosh, somebody's doing whatever that is. You okay, know. I think that's, isn't it, Nancy, is that your? Uh, no, it's not me, it's not me. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know what it is. Um, anyway, so let's go around and everybody talk, uh, you know, how did you like the book? And if there's any favorite characters that you had or any favorite scenes, um, just mention them, and then we can open it up at the end for just discussion. Um, but I definitely don't want to go first. Um, let's see. Okay, so why don't we start with Alan Lemley, since he's first on my list. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, and, and, and I apologize. I, I read it over a month ago, and like I said uh, at the beginning of the meeting, I, I went back and tried to read another couple of hours in it, but <laughs> I, I didn't get real far, and uh, uh uh, I've forgotten a lot of, but I, I, I just really enjoyed the book because I, I, I like books that that do a good job with the characters. That this one, he could have shaved a little bit off of this one because Young I didn't really care about maybe necessarily learning about everybody's, you know, the all the people that died and stuff and all the people they had been involved with and stuff. He could have right. pared back a little bit on some of that. Maybe it wouldn't have been quite so long. But uh, mm -hmm. uh, I, I really enjoyed a lot of this, a lot of the scenes where uh, these these I mean, they're elderly, but I mean, they obviously were some smart cookies and had some real important jobs back back when they were working and stuff. And I really love seeing them get the upper hand on, on the younger set and stuff. And uh, 
it, it and, and not, nothing specific comes to mind, but uh, uh, I, I really enjoyed all the interplay and stuff. Uh, and and it, ha- it had some good mystery elements to it and, and some good procedural stuff in it. And, uh, but I, I thought he just did a great job. And I, I, I like the Brits anyway. And, and when they have a, when there's a good book and I think the narration's good, uh, like, like I thought it was in this one, I, I, I just thought it was a real good read and uh, I, I really like these characters. So, so thanks. Okay. Deanna. Um, I love the book. I always like books with, um, complex, interesting characters and um, as he admitted in the interview at the end, um, all of his characters were likable except the villains, pretty much. Yeah. Even, <laughs> even those that okay. didn't always operate within the, the, the law, like uh, Bogdan. <laughs> um, you still couldn't dislike him, even though he's yeah, sitting, yeah. sitting there going, well, yeah, I killed him. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But he was a very appealing killer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, the, the, you didn't have much empathy for the ones that did get killed because they were pretty awful. Yeah. And um, I like the fact that, that um, in his interview, he said that, that he was trying to show that a person at 70 or 80 is still the same person they were at 30 or 40. There's just some additional health issues to deal with. Just a little slower, maybe. Yeah, but they are still the same people inside themselves. And I thought that was pretty neat when I figured out that Elizabeth was a former British spy, that that she was, you know, yes, she was. And she, what do you do with with James Bond when he hits 80? Right. So I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I downloaded the next book already. Great. Thank you. Um, Debbie Kendrick? Oh, okay. Um, Well, I, as soon as I saw Alan's notice that this book was being discussed, I knew I was coming, so thank you all for letting me in. Um, I I just so thoroughly love this book. I've been recommending it to everybody, and I read a lot of books. But I read it quite a while ago, and then I read the, the sequel, which um, the sequel, if anything, is even better, even richer, even deeper. I guess what I love is how he... He mixes such genuine, profound observation with real humor. I mean, some of the funniest comments are also really deep, and it's just beautiful. I think, um, and the number of characters didn't didn't bother me at all, although starting the book again about an hour ago to refresh my mind, I did realize right away there were characters I'd forgotten. Goodness. Oh, gosh, whatever that is. Please stop. It hurts. Oh, right. Um, but, but the one thing that I think was sort of an overriding theme that I love. Oh, that's good. Please stop. Is, okay. Is there, is, is, Alan, can, can you I don't figure know. it out? I, 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 can't, I can't figure out who it is. So. It's not me. I swear to God, it isn't. If you are in the meeting, if if you're here in the meeting and you you know that you're in a room where there's a lot of noise going on, please mute yourself when you're not talking, okay? Well, I don't think it's background. I think it's someone messing around with their phone or speaker. It's hands on phone. Seem to have a radio on or something. Um, You're you're a bit loud, Ladon. That's okay. If so everyone fun. but I, the one that's talking mutes, it does help. It does. And then you, yeah, then you unmute when it when you're when called your on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So but the the one thing I, I really wanted to, to mention that I think is so cool about this book are the different kinds of friendships. There are so many different configurations of relationships. And I think one of my absolute favorite, I mean, there are many romantic relationships, past and present, but I think my favorite 
is Stephen and Bob Dan. And they're how Stephen is so smart on some levels, but, you know, he's got the dementia thing going on and doesn't always know what's what. But, but Bob Dan just picks right up where he is. And I just, I love them. They're so beautiful. So I will tell you, they're back in book two. Everybody's back. Oh, good. <laughs> and it's even better. But I just, um, I, I think when I got to the end of the book, I remember, you know, there's somewhere, now again, it's been several months since I read it. So I, 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 know, I know this is somewhere close to the end. And I think it's Joyce making observations. And she sa- says something like, life goes on until it doesn't. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. And I I think that's just such a perfect example of what he does again and again and again. He says these really profound things that are on one level hilarious, but on another level just so profound. Anyway, I love it. Great. Thank you. So so I'm going to say uh if that noise starts again, Liz, I'm going to mute everybody and then you know, the, 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 whoever was speaking, if it starts up again, I assume everybody knows how to unmute themselves. And I'm going to leave it up to you, Liz, to unmute yourself and whoever's okay. turn is, is going at the time to unmute themselves. Because I'm, I'm getting annoyed yeah. by all the racket. And, uh, and uh, whoever's doing it apparently doesn't want to come forth. So, uh, right. And, uh, and I, just, I, I, just so you know, I download these you know, things. Even though I've attended the groups, I download them and listen to them again. And when there's a lot of background noise, it sounds terrible on the recording. Yeah. And you no, can't, can it's hard yeah. to, mm. it's hard to get that out. So okay. thank you very much, Alan. I appreciate okay. that. Okay. Um, okay. So Kathy. Um, I enjoyed the book. I first discovered the series um, from article by my favorite Washington Post book review columnist. And so I had, I was in the middle of the book last month when, when y'all announced that this was going to be this month's book. So I got excited and actually read it again. <laughs> and despite having read it twice, and between all the twists and turns and who was lying about what and everything, I lost track of who was it that Penny killed. Because apparently Penny had killed somebody, and I'm like, that's something you know. Years back, I'm like, who, who, well, who was it? But I, I love the book for all the reasons that Deborah said and Deanna that the, the humor and the characters, and and I'm looking forward to reading the next book. Great, thank you, Michelle Bernstein. Michelle's probably unmuting. Yeah, no, no, I'm I'm here. I had, I had to unmute. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. That's okay. Um, I I don't think I have anything particularly original to contribute, but um, I had wanted to read this book for a long time, and somehow I just never got around to it. So I was really happy when you picked it because then I knew I would finally, finally. That, sorry, that's my knitting needle. I would finally oh. uh, read it. <laughs> trying to finish something while I'm listening to the group at the same time. So I'm not a great multitasker. Um, I was really surprised how funny it was because I I guess I don't read that many mysteries that are really humorous. And I was just kind of chuckling along at a lot of the stuff in the book. And I thought that was great, actually, that he added so much humor. Um, I think he does female characters very, very well. Um, In this book, and I haven't read the second book, I actually thought the female characters were stronger in many cases. Um, For me, like Elizabeth and Donna, I guess were kind of the main characters. Um, But even Joyce also, because we, we got a glimpse in, in, you know, with her, with all of her, her uh, chapters that, that focused on her. Um, I didn't feel that I knew the male characters quite as well, but I would imagine as we go along, you know, the focus might shift. 
Um, and um, I did not guess, you know, all the twists and turns. I, I really, I, you know, sometimes when I read mysteries, I, I can tell way ahead what's going on. I really didn't know in this case. Um, I would say the one thing that I found a little annoying, um, and I don't know if anybody else had this reaction, but I listened to audiobooks with headphones, and every time we got to the chapter that was Joyce's chapter, the volume would, would drop a lot. Yeah, and I yeah. thought it was, yeah. did you notice that? Cause I thought oh, oh, I yeah, my yeah. headphones oh. and I yeah. kept, I would have to raise the, my headphone volume for Joyce's chapter oh, mm-hmm. and the yeah. other chapters. And, you know, and I thought maybe my headphones were, cause sometimes after a while they die. <laughs> and I said, Oh, my <laughs> headphones are starting to die. But then I switched to like a podcast and I, I didn't have any problems. So I, whoever did the, the audio production on this, you know, I don't think they listened to it because if they had listened her her chapters were so much lower than everything else, but otherwise, um, really really good book. Um, and and thank you for picking it because I finally got a chance to read it, Liz. So thanks oh, so much. Great, great. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you brought that up because I was very irritated that whoever produced it didn't do it didn't normalize the audio that they should have because there was a yeah. lot of swing in the volume levels. But, uh, yeah, quality so. control. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Ladon. Yes, I enjoyed the book quite a lot uh, it every once in a while it's good to read a light-hearted book i thought that he was very observant that's why i could never be an author because i don't observe like that but that he <laughs> seemed he seemed to get things that older people thought about you know and the way they expressed themselves. I, th- I thought he did that. I en- I enjoy reading books about though about my own contemporary age, and I was kind of thinking, well, how mu- how smart are we old folks anyway? You know, mm-hmm. but how how smart all those younger younger people? Uh, I I laughed out loud in one scene, and I can't requote exactly what it was, but Elizabeth was uh, at the police department and she was, uh, they said she was a nun. Yeah, you're a nun, you know, and everything. And then she made a promise and and uh, to, to seal the promise, she uh, genuflects and said, nuns honor or something like that, you know. So she wasn't a nun, but she right. said that one. And I laugh, had to laugh out loud at that. Yeah. And yeah. and the only thing that I didn't think that he caught about older people, if I'm can can think that uh, I'm typical, is aches and pains that they got have when they get up, you know, mm-hmm. and moving around. The other scene that I wanted to oh after Penny died was, you know, he injected Penny, and he killed himself then. Uh, First, before that, though, uh, well, I guess not before that, because I lost that thought. But uh, after Penny died, then he killed himself right at the end of the book. I think it's it's Elizabeth or Joyce, one of the two. I walk in along the grounds. And they're looking in it's springtime. And the flowers are coming out and they're pretty. And she's enjoying the scene so much. And she thinks, shortly, I won't see these things. Mm-hmm. I won't I won't I won't be able to enjoy them. But they'll be coming out anyway. Yeah. They'll be just as beautiful then. And and that was pretty Thoughtful and insightful, mm-hmm. I thought, uh, the mm-hmm. way a person my age might think. Mm-hmm. And uh, so those were the scenes that I liked the best. Great. Thank you, Lada. Marianne. Yes, I appreciate all the wonderful comments people have made. Um, I didn't finish the book. It is long. I did read some summaries to get the gist of it all. Uh, there's awful lot of characters to follow, and um, some of the 
London lingo was a little bit uh, hard to figure out. And then the fact that Joyce's diary was appearing every other chapter was a little bit confusing at first. Um, so I thought it was kind of a roundabout way to get to what really happened. Um, but I guess there's a lot to appreciate too. I think I think what Thank made you. Joyce's chapter a little confusing okay. at first was that it was the only chapter in the book chapters in the book that was done in first person. Everything else was mm -hmm. third person. Yeah, Joyce was and, the narrator. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's move on to Sally. Okay. I really, really enjoyed this book. I read it several months ago for another book club, and everyone liked it, but a few people felt that there were too many characters, and they were getting confused by the end. Um, I really think he came up with almost a new genre, because there are some cozy elements to it, but it's also a police procedural. Mm -hmm. And yes. I, I was trying to think of other books that I read that might fit that um, combination, and I can't come up with any. But I really think that he drew the characters well. They're not caricatures. Um, everybody had a bit of a flaw. Um, the one thing that bothered me, um, just from a perspective of having read many, 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 many British um, mysteries, there were no animals in this, no cats, no dogs, no nothing, um, which, you know, maybe not in the retirement home, but nobody came to visit with any, nobody had pet therapy, nobody was walking a dog along the beach. Um, so I, I just saw that as um, something that either he's not an animal lover, he just didn't think to put it in. I'm looking forward to the second one. I think this is the kind of book that a lot of people read thinking it was going to be really funny and just uh, kind of a, well, let's read this during COVID and, you know, it's, it's a lark. But it's really not. It's a combination of very profound mm -hmm. things that just jump out at you or hit you a couple sentences later. And it is very wry and very acerbic. It's very British. And um, my favorite character was Elizabeth. I, I, I'm not sure she's fully done with MI6. I think she might still be working. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And... Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next one. Great. Okay, area uh, phone number ending in 036. Hi. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm using a different phone. This is Nancy. Okay. Um, and I, I'm, unfortunately, I started reading the book. I liked it, but a lot of character, many characters. But then I got distracted and started reading something else. On the, it's going to be for another book club that I'm locally. So I will, I will finish it. And I, I just like to say, you, you, um, you select very good books. Um, this group selects very good books, and I appreciate it very much. I, I, oh, I don't worry about what you say about. Yeah, thank you. Don't worry about what you say about the book because I'll forget anyway. Five minutes later, we're just, <laughs> just kidding. You know, we all no, we're all for good readers here. So what we, what we read today, you didn't hear gone. me say that. <laughs> you said, I, mean, "I like to make people laugh," but it is it, potentially a very good book. Thank you very much. Great, thank you, Nancy. Okay, uh, phone number ending in zero eight nine. That's me. It's Joni. Hello, Joni. Go ahead. Hi. Um, I had mixed feelings about this book. Um, I I love parts of it. I love the humor, and as the Don said, the the fact that it's about 
some people that are our age. I'm 82. And, um, but some of the things, I, I thought it was just so long. And there were so many characters. And, and I loved the, the four that were in the, the, the original four that were, and Donna and Chris. And, um, but I, I got lost when, um, when they brought in the people in Cyprus and, 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 and all those different things that were running through it. But I guess that I, and also, um, the reference to, I mean, I know it's an English novel, but there are so many things that they referred to that I didn't know what he was talking about. Um, because, I mean, sometimes I think they should have a glossary at the beginning or the end of the, the book to, to let you know what um, they're referring to. But I guess, on the whole, I like this book, um, and I did love the, the many of the characters and and... Yeah, I guess I have to say that I did like it, except for for the fact it was too long. And, yeah. I mean, I, I felt that it could have been two books. Mm-hmm. And then I would have been able to understand it better. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I did like it. Great. And I probably, well, I don't know whether I'll read the second one. I might read it in the future. Mm-hmm. Not right now. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Well, thank you. Okay. Finally, three, four, seven. Oh, hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Elantra. Oh, yeah. Elantra. Hi. Hi. Um, Okay. I loved this book. I found it to be absolutely delightful, clever, and poignant. Um. So I enjoyed all the different secrets and mysteries, you know, that were unearthed there at the retirement village. But what I really loved the best about this book is the way, besides the four, uh, the four main characters um, and some of the others, you know, the main, some of the other main characters, I loved them all. They were all different, but I loved them all. But besides them, what I loved that they all did was that they handled everything so graciously fairly, justly, and humanely. That's what stuck out for me. Just the attitude and the energy of these people. It was just a lovely book with lovely people. And I haven't read a book with that kind of energy in it in years. So that's what really stuck with me. And I'm just really looking forward to reading the second installment. And somebody, please tell me what the name is of the second book. I really would appreciate that. If anybody can tell me. A Man Who Died Twice. A Man Who Died Twice. Yes. Oh, great. Thank you so much. And it's on guard. It's on guard. Yeah. It's read by the same man. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, ouch, yeah. Because okay. I, I don't know about y'all, yeah, but I, I have um, earplugs, you know, the, the ear, the headsets in my ear. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, ow! <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, it's Deborah, and I'm going to come clean because it was me. I have yeah. a very, I have a severe hearing impairment, and so all of my iPhone alerts are obnoxiously loud. Oh. And that was my text alert. And everybody oh. who hears it when I'm on any call always comes. So I'm just coming yes. clean and saying it's me. Okay. And I want well. you to know that, that when you're right here, it's not that obnoxious. But apparently on the phone, it really is obnoxious. Well, and especially, if, especially if you've got a, um, you know, things in yeah. your ear. <laughs> I apologize. I didn't okay. see it coming. I, mean, yeah. I hit the mute button before it finished. But anyway. Yeah, well, when it happens Sorry. when you're talking. Yeah. Okay, so I will go last. Um, Why well, uh, did you ever okay. call on Patricia Duvalli? Oh, I'm sorry, Patricia. I'm so sorry. Patricia. She's oh, she's I needed. hope she's not gone. Uh, uh, can <laughs> oh, you, you hear go. me? Yes. 
Oh, okay. You can hear me all right because I was it was yes. going mute and unmute and I don't, <laughs> yes. um, okay. Uh well I had mixed feelings too. I um I liked the book. I actually had read it I think maybe like three months ago. And um I I liked it. Um but I had to go over a few things. <laughs> before this meeting and I found myself having to go over more than I thought I would have to go over. But anyway, <laughs> um, so it was kind of long. Um, but, uh, I, you know, the characters were, were pretty decent and, um, it, it, it's just, uh, there were a lot of twists and turns. Like Joni said, sometimes it was a little bit, it is easy to get a little bit lost, but um, I did like it overall. I don't think um, I don't think I would care to um, get into the second book. I think I had enough of the characters that we uh, <laughs> that we listened to, but uh, I did like it overall. Oh, great! Well, thank you. And here's well, Tom. Oh. My partner, oh, Tom. Okay, Hi. Tom. I, I, I started the book when I started it. I heard I was getting to so many people and names that I don't know, it's just sort of, I don't know. I think overall, I did like some parts of it, but overall, I didn't. Um, I like the part where Elizabeth and goes and Gets, gets to Laura on her side with Donna. That's mm -hmm. <laughs> kind of funny. And digging up the grave. And <laughs> but overall, I don't know. I just, I just couldn't get into it that much, really. Unfortunately, I don't know. It was just me, I guess. But overall, you know, I like some parts of it. Okay. Well, thank you. Okay, now, has everyone gone except for me? If anybody has not gone yet, speak up. Well, I, can I say something else? Okay, quickly, because then, then I'll, I'll do my thing, and then we can have a discussion afterward, but go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is Alonjo. I, I didn't get to finish. I wanted to say that my favorite character was Joyce, but it might be because we, we knew more about her because she was writing in her diary. Uh, that occurred to me. But I liked her because she seemed to, um, you know, assist people without being asked. She just knew what to do to help, you know, each person okay. she was with. And I, I just thought that was an incredible um, uh, talent to have on her part. So I just found her really, really interesting. And, um, and she, I, you know, she kind of knew how to keep people together, you know. Okay. Um, but, it, again, I, I think we we got to know her the best out of all those characters, uh, the four, you know, the four friends. Mm -hmm. But um, anyway, I just wanted to mention that. Oh, well, thank you. Okay. Um, as I said earlier, I, I enjoyed the book. It was a book that you really had to pay attention to. It's not one that you could just kind of casually listen to um, because there were, there were parts where I also felt lost in the plot and in the characters. And, um, but I did like the book. Um, I loved the humor. And I think even though there was some British slang in it, within the context, it was not too difficult for me to figure out what they were talking about. I, my very favorite um, kind of real small scene you know, thing were, were between Bernard and um, Asia. I mean, no, no. Um, oh, Asma. Asma. When they were, uh, they talked about the tin that she wanted to buy for him, and he went back and bought it. I mean, they, they wanted to get it for each other, and in the end, they were both, they had some of each of their ashes in the tin, and I loved that, just that whole beautiful, you know, their bench, they could go, you know, he buried Asma under the bench, and he would go visit with her, and and in the end, when he died, they were both, you know, the, the, the group had conspired to get them both still buried and, and encased underneath the cement um, uh, of this bench. And I, don't, I just really thought that was sweet. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, but uh, um, I I had no idea that uh, <laughs> that Bogdan was the one that did it. I, I just I didn't see it coming. I, I couldn't I could not even guess which was going to turn around next. So it was definitely a book that um, kept your attention because you had to pay attention to it or you would be totally lost. Um, but it was it was well written. It was it's worth the time. Um, so now we can open it up for some more comments. Um, if people would like to discuss, it's like, you know, 20 to, 20 to the hour. So we can, you know, openly discuss it for like 10 minutes and then we'll talk about next month's group, a book. I had, I it's had, Deborah, I, and I had something oh. that I wondered, which is that when Monty Python was really popular among all my friends, and this was, you know, 30 or 40 years ago, everybody mm -hmm. was watching Monty Python. I couldn't follow it because I I couldn't make out the British accents, and I didn't know in those days that I either didn't have hearing aids or I didn't know I needed them, or I don't know what the case was, but I couldn't I couldn't understand. So I missed I missed that whole chapter of our culture, and it occurs to me, having heard friends quote Monty Python lines all over the place, that his humor was sort of similar to that. Is there anybody here who knows Monty Python to tell me if that's oh, true? I, Monty Python made me what I am today. Uh, <laughs> I, I love Monty Python. I still listen to John Cleese. He's on the BBC a lot. Um, and my mom was English, so I, I think I had a head start there. But, um, yeah, so is his, I hadn't thought of that when similar? I read it. I hadn't thought of it when I read it, but I think it is that kind of acerbic, kind of wry British humor mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that okay. if if you're not if you're not careful, it could just kind of sneak by and then come up on you later on. Um, <laughs> okay, but um, yeah, I thought he was pretty good at leading you down to the blind alley and you thinking that just as they were thinking, someone. Mm -hmm was guilty and then it turns out they weren't. But I had one problem that maybe you can help me with or maybe I have to give the author a uh, little license, literary license, because the owner, I can't think of his name, but the owner of the village and a priest got in a shoving match and the owner was going to dig up some graves and move and the priest didn't want to. And they got into a shoving match for one another. And uh, and I think that, the, if I recall right, the priest got pushed to the ground. And pretty soon, the owner collapsed and died. And uh, it turned out that he was poisoned by an injection of, po of poison. And I thought to myself, wait a minute. If someone were to give me a injection of poison, I, I would have said, what the hell? You know, yeah. what does that happen? Who, when did you do that? When the hell was he supposed to have ever given him that injection? I, I don't know how that was ever supposed to have happened. I, 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 and I couldn't imagine that the character would get an injection and not even notice it. I, I think that that's possible, actually, to have an injection and not notice it. I think it depends on, I mean... I, if you've ever gone to, you know, a doctor's office or whatever, sometimes you get shots or whatever, and I don't always feel it. And I think uh -oh. if somebody's really skilled, I, I do think it's possible. Um, the, the other thing I forgot to mention earlier was um, I really like the relationship. I, I hope I remember the characters right. Elizabeth and Penny. Mm -hmm. I really like, I really yeah. like that because I think, you know, having had different people in my family that have dealt with dementia, you, a lot of people I've noticed, my, my father towards the end of his life had um, par what was called Parkinsonism. And oh. he would kind of float in and out of sort of out of, re like sometimes he'd be sharp as attack and other times he would think he was all kinds of places and whatever. And I noticed the way that everybody dealt or didn't deal with him. And it's amazing to me that a lot of times people really, for whatever reason, cannot handle 
dealing with people with dementia. And, and Elizabeth, I thought was so gentle. I mean, even though she's, she's obviously some secret agent or whatever, she really had that, that strong affection for Penny. And I really, really liked their interactions in the story. I, I, I liked her, her empathy towards her. I, I thought it was very touching, actually. I thought Penny was comatose, not dementia. Uh, she, she couldn't hear. She, they thought she probably yeah, couldn't yeah, hear anything. You're, you're, yes, you're right. But I, I just right. mean the fact her, that she was just very gentle Stephen. with her. Yeah, it was her husband, Stephen. Could I make I a think, point about Father Mark? It's Marianne. Oh, can I, would, I make a comment about think, Father Mackey? Uh, okay, somebody else. Okay, talking. yeah, Marianne. Marianne's trying to come in too. So, yeah, I said, can I make a comment about Father Mackey? Sure. Well, they said he wasn't really a priest, and that he had this affair. I don't know what religion he belonged to, if any. But my brother's a priest. I'm a Catholic, and there's no way that a priest would not be known. I mean. They would know if he wasn't really a priest. That was oh, too phony for me. He was a priest. That that what he was being honest. He said he was a priest, and that was true because he left the he left the church when the young nun that he was in love with hung herself. Oh, maybe I didn't get that. Okay. Yeah. And just to back up, Michelle, about the injections, I think if you used a very small pediatric needle, mm-hmm. I think it would be, uh, which <clears throat> I get because I have very small veins, I think you could really inject somebody without their knowing it, especially yeah. with the commotion going on. Right. If you're pushing and shoving and having all that yeah. adrenaline going, yeah. I think that- you might have mistaken it for uh, an insect sting or yeah, a pinch, right, right, right. because several people, it. yeah, several yeah. people had grabbed him. The author and struggling. The author never indicated that he was even nearing, though. I mean, had the author indicated he was part of the scuffle match, I would have believed it, but he never. You know, the author said no, he it, gave him the injection. But he never, during the story, said he was even close enough to do it. And then then they didn't feel the pinch either. But anyhow, you can skip that over because that's forgivable. He got the shot. Yep. Okay. And that was it. Well, I think the, the trick there was John was saying that he did it. And um, as a vet, you don't always have cooperation from the, the, your patient. And you often have to do things very quickly on the fly. So he could have just reached through the hands and arms and and hit the guy in the upper arm without anybody being aware of it because everybody was intent on restraining the guy because he'd hit the priest. Yeah, remind remind me remind me who killed who in this book. I'm I, I'm I'm getting confused. Who killed? <laughs> Who killed Ian? Who killed Ian with, with the injection? Who, Who killed Ian with the injection? Penny's husband. The vet. Penny. Okay, Penny's husband. And then Bogran killed the, the first guy with the, with the wrench, right? With the spanner? Yes. Okay, yeah, all right. But... Okay, all right. Thanks. And Penny he killed... He may be my sc- favorite murderer. <laughs> yeah, I really liked him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, Bob then? Yeah. yeah. And then he and killed Bob Penny Bob. also. He, yes, he killed he Penny also as a yeah. mercy, mercy. Well, because he knew that they would tell the police yeah. Yeah, and right. he couldn't leave her. Mm-hmm. Plus, sure. that's right. what tip, that tipped Elizabeth off because when when he talked about it, not knowing whether or not she could hear them, Elizabeth knew that he had to have been willing to to tell her, you know, to say. Um, and Penny you know, killed the person who was buried, whose yeah, bones on top of the, the nun's right. coffin. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you had, <laughs> and yeah. then the Cyprian uh, didn't kill anyone because Bogdan got him first. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Right. <laughs> right. Right. Well, yes. It was, it was that, a very that, 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 Now I'm remembering why I was so confused during, during a lot of it. So, yeah. yeah. So, so thanks. It's, yeah. So, it's yeah. very confusing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really details. Yeah. Well, so are there more comments or should we move on to the next book? Next book. Okay. The next book that we are going to be reading for March is called The Dilemma. And it is by B as in boy, A as in apple, Paris, P-A-R-I-S. And it was recommended by Ladon. And I'm wondering, Ladon, would you like to just give a brief summary, introduction to the book? Yeah, this is about uh, a, a lady who uh, became pregnant at the age of 18. And her parents uh, made her uh, get the foster into married the, the guy and uh, she was very sorry uh, well as soon as the, their marriage was over they did completely disowned her you're not my daughter anymore you're not our daughter anymore and so she was that myself and she's and now she's coming on her 40th birthday and she's going to have this humongous party to celebrate it and put all of that behind her that she's always worried about all these years about her never having a, a a good wedding and everything and her parents not loving her anymore she's going to put all that behind her in this birthday and everybody's going to be at her party everybody she knows but her daughter and her daughter is overseas uh, studying and she won't be able to come back but she learns a secret about her daughter and she's afraid to tell her husband because she doesn't know how he's going to react to that. Well, what's he going to do? And she decides not to tell him until after she's had her party. And soon the husband learns something about their daughter. And he's afraid to tell his wife because it's going to ruin her party if he tells her this thing about their daughter. And this secrets that they each know is hanging in the air throughout the whole party. And I just thought it uh, was uh, a lot of tension, a lot of tension in that party because of those secrets. Right. More family, family drama, suspense, mystery. Book number? <laughs> right away, the first question I'm asking is, gosh, do they have the same secret that they're thinking the other one yeah. doesn't know? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to read it and find out. Book number. Um, you got it? Oh, I'm sorry. Let me get it. I had it. Oh, no, I just dropped my magnifying glass so I can't see it. Hold on. Okay. The book number is... Um, Oh, wow. Okay, DB99581. It's 99581. And I don't think it's very long. Um, it's nine hours and 11, yeah, nine hours and 11 minutes. So it's about standard. Uh, narrated by... Peter Noble. Very good. Thank you. Yeah. I've noticed I'm sorry, the was like, this, is, this is for the next month's book of 27th? Yes, the 27th of March. Uh, that, what's it called? I might have accidentally zoned out. I apologize. Nothing nothing personal. The Dilemma. The Dilemma? The yep. Dilemma. Yeah, by B.A. Harris. Uh, okay, by B.A. Harris. Thank you. Paris. 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 Paris yeah. is in the city. P-A-R-I-S. Oh, oh, by B.A. Paris. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Oh, sure. On the, on the 27th of, 27th of, um, of March. That's kind of neat. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yes. B.A. Yeah. Paris writes uh, psychological suspense. That's what her specialty is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Suspense it's fiction, psychological lot, fiction. Yeah. A lot of tension builds up. I, I think book. she wrote something called Behind Closed Doors. Didn't she write that? I, that was really good. Yeah, I, I, that sure. sounds familiar. That was a very good book. Oh, that was scary. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was so good. Her first book. What, that was, what was 
Okay, can you just who was because uh, it sounds familiar? Who was that? What what was going on in that book? I'm sorry, my cats are starting to act out. I'm going to mute, but if anybody can just give a brief over what happened in behind closed doors. Well, I can tell you. Um, I think that's the title. That's that was her first book, and it's about um, a man that marries a woman. But he doesn't marry because he loves her. He marries because he wants to get to her sister, who's disabled. Um, and it's, he has some very um, malicious designs for uh, for her sister, who <laughs> does, doesn't live with them. But once they get married, she want he wants the sister, the disabled sister, to come and live with them because uh, he has plans. But oh, all yes. I can. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. kind of an off story, but <laughs> the ending is so satisfying. I mean, you would read the book for the ending. The ending was fabulous. That's all I can say. It sure was. Okay, thanks. Yeah, Great. it was very, wow. very suspenseful and exciting. <laughs> he got his just desserts. He really did. <laughs> well, sounds Great. like several of you enjoyed it. Yeah, um, I <laughs> I read a book that I really liked this past week called The, the Firekeeper's Daughter. Daughter? Yeah. By Angeline Boley. And it's set on the border of Canada in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. And it kind of chronicles the interactions between the Native American community and the white small town where several of the characters went through school together and it also deals with um, um, it's it's a mystery um, although it starts with a murder <laughs> the very first scene okay um, and it has a lot of, of cultural um, references explaining how the Ojibwa think and since my mother is a Jibwa. I found it very interesting. Oh, Liana, who's the author? Angeline Boley. I would say Boley. They they pronounced it Bully. It's B O U L L E Y. Okay, thank you. The Firekeeper's Daughter, is that what you called it? Yeah, yes. It sounds good. Hmm. Outstanding. Okay. Well, it sounds like everybody's pretty well talked out. Um, it's been a good discussion. I really appreciate everybody coming um, and helping us to understand the book for those of us who got lost along the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, it was nice, a good, hmm? Yes, nice discussion. Nice, nice uh, facilitation. This was this this was this one that was a handful because they're. There were so many plot points and so many characters, but you did, you did a good job running the back. So, so, the, <laughs> yeah, I was I was uh, like, okay, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> yes, yes. But, uh, yeah, because you're right. It, it was kind of a cozy, but not really. It was procedural. I mean, there was a lot of different elements in it. Um, right, yeah, sure. Yeah, it covered a lot of ground. So. All right, well, folks. I think the humor okay. was uh, so, yes, so great. Delightful. All right, okay. I'm leaving. Very good. The meeting will end uh, when I leave. So, uh, uh, unless oh, if y'all no, want to stay okay. and talk, I'll be happy to make somebody else the host. But uh, no, I've got uh, to go get dinner ready. So it's, it's okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you all very much. Nice. Awesome. Right. Thank you guys. Care. We'll see you next month. Thank okay. you. Right. Bye bye.